the beach house. For months, she sat alone. Cold and damp didn't become her. The only good thing to come of winter was her ability to reflect on the people who passed through her doors. They always seemed relaxed. She'd heard several people mention the word vacation, but she had no idea what it meant. If vacation meant laughter, brown skin, sandy feet, and the smell of barbecue, she wanted it all the time. On those hot days when her roof tiles burned with the sun, her windows would be wide open, calling to the ocean breeze. It was her 50th year when a young couple walked through the threshold. It wouldn't have been a big deal, but she felt something was off. She had been alone for a while, so when the door opened, the chill ran through her bones. She groaned. She waited, as she always does, to get a feel for the human's habits. The young woman was dressed in torn blue jeans, a white flowy cotton blouse, and a black knit cap covered her head. Though it was cold outside, she wore flip-flops on her feet. The young man was also in torn blue jeans with a red plaid flannel shirt and a red baseball cap. He carried in a bundle of wood for the fireplace. This excited her, to feel warmth after so many months of cold. Are you doing okay, honey? The young man asked the young woman as he helped her to the couch. Yes, my love. The drive tired me. I'm going to close my eyes for a little bit if you don't mind. No, I don't mind, dear. Maybe later after your nap, you'll feel up to taking a walk on the beach. That sounds nice. Within seconds, the young woman's light snoring could be heard. While she slept, the young man unpacked their cooler and suitcases. He built a fire in the fireplace, placed a couple of scented candles on the mantel, and lit them. The beach house was alive again. And though it wasn't the same feeling she got from her other guests, she was happy they seemed content. It was late afternoon when the young woman awoke. Why did you let me sleep so long? She questioned the young man as she rubbed her eyes. You looked so peaceful. I didn't want to disturb you. You're too sweet, Jeremy, but I'll be getting plenty of rest soon enough. Let's head down to watch the sunset. You feel up to it? Please, don't baby me. You promised me this trip would be like old times. You're right. I'm sorry. We can stop at the Dairy Queen and get some hot chocolate to take with us. Sound good? The young woman nodded. The couple put on their coats and started to head out the door. You may want to change your shoes, Jeremy said as he looked down at her flip-flops. No, I want to walk the beach with my toes in the sand. They closed and locked the door behind them. Once they were gone, the windows rattled and the walls whispered, the pipes groaned and the lights flickered. Only the house could hear their whispers. An hour passed before the front door opened again. I miss seeing a sunset every night. I wish we could stay here forever, the young woman said as she entered the house. Me too, Jeremy said as he headed toward the kitchen with a couple of fast food bags. He placed them on the counter and began taking out the contents. The floors felt the sand on her feet, and they creaked in happiness. Do you want the Kung Pao chicken or the beef, he asked. Let's each do a little of both. I like variety. The young woman put her arms around Jeremy's waist as he dished out their food. 
Mmm, smells so good. I'm starving. She reached over and grabbed a piece of chicken with her fingers. Sorry, I can't wait, she laughed. Let's eat in front of the fire, Jeremy said as he grabbed both plates. Sitting side by side on the couch, they ate in silence. God, this tastes good. I can't remember the last time I could taste food. Well, let's hope you get to keep it down. Stop it. We are having a normal dinner on a normal night on our normal vacation. Let's not bring up the negatives, please. In fact, I'd love a glass of red wine to wash down these damn pills. Jewel, don't. I deserve to treat myself. Okay. Reluctantly, Jeremy got up and grabbed her purse. Remember what we said, quality over quantity. What's it going to do? Kill me? Enough with the sick jokes. Can't you see I'm suffering here? Jeremy had tears in his eyes. It wasn't often the beach house saw people cry. She wasn't used to the raw emotions she was experiencing with Jeremy and Jewel. That night, as the couple lay in bed embracing each other, she could barely make out their whisperings. She'd keep their secrets safe. Once asleep, she groaned a sigh of relief. The pipes pinged, the floors squeaked, and the walls whispered amongst themselves. She took their souls in the wee hours of the morning. Peacefully, they slept into eternity. When, the maintenance, when maintenance came around to check out the beach house, the worker was surprised to see their vehicle still in the driveway. He radioed the office to find out when they were checking out. And, what time is checkout for the beach house? Ten, my friend. Is there a problem? Your vehicle is still in the driveway. Should I go in? Knock first. The renters may have taken a last-minute walk along the beach. As the maintenance man knocked, he called out. Anybody home? When he didn't get an answer, he opened the door. An eerie feeling came over him. Food dishes were still in the sink, and Jules' sandy flip-flops were next to the door. Hello? He took a few more steps into the house. He peeked into the bedroom and found the couple. They appeared to be sleeping, but the maintenance man knew. You went and did it again, didn't you? He said to no one in particular. The pipes groaned, the floors creaked, and the windows began to rattle. The man ran out of the house. Hey, Ange, call 911. It's happened again. If these walls could talk, ah, but they can, and only she can hear their whispers.